Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, scenic Louisville, Texas. Plenty of free parking. It's Texas Football Today. The free parking thing is accurate. A show on the internet. Have I... I think my name is Greg Tapper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas Football and Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places early source in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing a part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here saying under the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi. Hi. Continue about your free parking. Maybe we talked about this because we've done this show fifteen hundred times. Yeah, so I've pretty much talked about everything in my brain. There's a great book that I can recommend, and I can't believe I'm recommending a book about this. Is this the city planning book? It's a different city planning book. Oh, you have multiple now. The high cost of free parking. It's called the high cost of free parking. It's by I can't Donald. Remember Shoup. if we talked about that one? It, he's a uh, it, it's uh, he's uh, a UCLA professor that basically discusses the fact that free parking is kind of a huge drag on our society and that we would be better if we charged for parking. And that sounds crazy, but if you read the book, it's pretty good. It's basically a criticism of the way that we... Because, like, you look at our parking lot. When is our parking lot full? Well, now that uh, MI Homes is gone, it's a lot more empty. No, I just mean ever. Have you ever seen our parking lot full? Oh, no. You've never... Ours not- in front of our building, yes, but not like Certain the whole, parts of it, whole yes. thing. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. It's like there's way- there's something like seven parking spots for every one car in America or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of crazy, crazy... There's a massive parking lot off the Denton Square that I remember when they made half of it pay and half of it free because during the day it's yeah. you, you can find a free spot but at night when it's really nice outside and everyone's eating out at the square it's impossible to find it i remember the uproar about making half of that parking lot paid there is um there there are between three and six car parking spaces per car in the united states there are wow. two billion parking spots in america yeah basically you can never find parking and basically <laughs> the high cost of free parking is a kind of what like gets into the societal ills of having too much parking mm-hmm. anyway go check it out Donald Shuprod it's really good uh, today is Thursday <laughs> is parking day <laughs> April 13th 2023 224 days till Thanksgiving happy birthday to Ty Dolla Sign oh nice episode 1572 on today's show folks 
we are going to have Dumb Thursday, and I'm I'm running for commissioner of Texas College Football. Okay. And I would like to unveil a key part of my platform this week. That and paid parking. That too. Uh, so I will. I've got. I've got a hot take on Texas college football. We'll get into that in Dumb Thursday. And then back half of the show. It was a segment that swept the nation, and I put out the call for uh, for more of it. And y'all have delivered more fun with Texas high school football radio. Let's go. We've got three more calls. Uh, to run through and uh, I love all that of the them. people love that segment as much as we do like that always makes my heart happy I it, so again if you've got a radio call from Texas high school football that you love send it on my way because I am always in the market so uh, <coughs> we will get into that coming up here at the back half of the program but first pickle today is Thursday I'm looking at my watch almost Friday and on Thursday almost Friday Oh. We try to ease into the weekend by turning off our brain for Dumb Thursday. Texas Football Today is proud to present. Dumb Thursday. Dumb Thursday. Texas Football Today, where we like to kick around some topics that really don't have another place in our in our weekly like in our weekly show, like basically, it is. Like, it's usually well structured nonsense is a good way for me to put it. Yeah. Like there is relevance behind it, but it's that extra kick of nonsense that we want. So everyone's college football schedule is out right now, with the exception of the Lone Star Conferences, and going to need to do a little bit of amending. Yeah, they're still figuring um, it out. And and one thing that I've noticed in putting together the magazine, because we're working on that right now, it is, after all, April 12th, and that's when we really get going. April 13th, rather. The We've done some adjustments because of conference realignment, right? Mm-hmm. We've moved, for example, here's a spoiler for the magazine. We moved Houston into the Big 12 section. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we're moving North Texas into the American Athletic Section. Wow. Yeah, we're moving Sam Houston. They're going from one page to five pages Holy in the cow. magazine because we're moving up. And so there's been these shifting around and the conference realignment. And it's this is the time of year where we really start digging into uh, all the things that are happening in college football and, and, and just trying to, to, to get a, a grasp on what college football is going to look like in 2023, right? So I've pouring through schedules this week. And I've, I would like to issue this statement first and foremost. I think the college football needs a commissioner. And I think specifically college football in the state of Texas needs a czar. We need somebody who is the overarching authority for all things college football in the state of Texas. It's too big to be left to uh, the, the, the masses. We need one point of contact, one point of decision making. And I would like to be that person. Mm. I think I've got some ideas. Aren't you supposed to be the high school football guy? Doesn't seem like it's important. <laughs> I think that we've got... In, in, College football in the state of Texas is too important to play around with. And we need somebody with guts, with vision, and with an internet show to be in charge of college football in Texas. What could go wrong? And so with that, I would like to announce the first plank in my platform. 
And that is, I think we should require every Texas FBS program to play at least one in-state non-conference game. I'll say that again. We should require every Texas FBS program every year to play at least one in-state non-conference game. Now, here's the good news. The good news is we don't have to work too hard on this. No. Okay? In fact, this upcoming season, 2023, every single FBS team, every single one will play at least one in-state non-conference game. Okay? Shout out, by the way, Mm -hmm. to the Rice Owls, who are playing, I believe, three non-conference games in-state, Texas, Houston, and Texas Southern. Mm -hmm. Uh, Houston is also playing, they're playing UTSA uh, and Rice, plus Sam Houston, in non-conference play. But I think all 13 are playing at least one. That's good. And to me, that is the way it should be. Now, part of it is that I am uh, an unabashed member of the conference uh, Appreciation Society. Correct. And I think that all the teams in Texas should play one another. Mm -hmm. But furthermore, we are of the belief here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football that there is no finer place in the world to play football. And we should be celebrating that intrastate competition-wise as much as possible. Right. Okay? So there's games all throughout the the schedule. You've got uh, all throughout September. Every week in September, you're going to have at least one intrastate non-conference game in in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the annual SEC, like... November body bag game where Texas A&M welcomes an Abilene Christian. And the good news is that most of these teams, most of these teams, they're already doing this. Yeah, I was just going to say the cool thing about this too is the number of actual kind of rivalries that are on this list. Like you look at Texas State and UTSA. That's always a big one. Now, almost UTSA and Houston is turning into a little something. SMU and TCU in the Battle of the Iron Skillet. Like there's quite a few that are pretty noteworthy. There are a few that are built in. Yeah. Rice is very good at playing either Texas or Houston every year. Mm -hmm. And this year they're playing both. Playing Bayou Bucket and they're going to Texas. Right? There's that. The ones that I worry about, the ones that you always have to worry about a little bit, are A&M. Mm-hmm. Because now usually they filled it with Abilene Christian. Um, last year they played Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, they will play teams from t- t- uh, from the state of Texas, but they are harder. To, they are a little bit harder to schedule. Mm-hmm. UTEP can be a little bit tricky as well. I think part of that is geographical. But this year they're hosting Incarnate Word. Normally, North Texas and SMU was a huge yes. deal. That was non-conference. Now this year it'll be conference. But the other thing that, and I think this is this is an interesting point. We talk, you look at the cover of last year's magazine, Jeff Trailer, Joey McGuire. We've got all of these coaches across the state of Texas. I think this is the most Texan that coaches in the state of Texas have ever been. Yeah. Right? Joey McGuire, Jeff Trailer, GJ Kenny. Kenny, Eric Morris, mm-hmm. right? You've got all of these guys, Sonny Dykes, 
right? You have got all of these guys who have Texas bona fides. You've got guys who are from the state of Texas. And as a result, I think that the more and more they get, let's just say, some control over who they schedule in Mm non-conference, I think you're going to see that. Which is hard right now because most of the time those non-conference schedules are home-and-home series planned years in advance. Now, there will be some people who say, well, yeah, but if you're Texas or you're A&M, right? You're one of the real power uh, power programs of the state of Texas. What upside is there for you to play a team like Houston? What upside is there for you to play a team like Rice? What upside is there for you to play a team like Abilene Christian? And my response to that would be that as a member of the Texas college football community, I think you have a duty to make Texas college football as good as it can be and to help promote it. And as a result, and and to, because to me, those are the types of things that are going to entice recruits to stay home. They're going to entice homegrown talent to stay home. And so as a result, I would make it, if I were the czar of Texas college football, which Mm -hmm. again, vote for me. Do you vote for a czar? No. I don't think you do. That doesn't sound like something you vote for. What I think that it should be mandatory for every college football team, every Texas FBS team, to play at least one in-state non-conference game. Yeah. I think it's for the good of the sport in the state of Texas. Well, and honestly, I think it's really smart for the coaches that are at, say, the teams that are picked to win those games to go face off against coaches. Like, G.J. Kinney is the perfect example of this. If, say, last year UTSA would have been playing Incarnate Word at some point, you kind of get an eye on that, and then next thing you know, now he's the head coach at Texas State. Yes. And it could be competition level. If if Jeff Trailer does a really good job at UTSA, maybe he gets hired at a Big 12 program, and Joey McGuire would be seeing him a yep. couple years out. You know, like, it's another way for these coaches to keep the good coaching trains in Texas. Yes. So that is my statement. That is my pitch to the people. I think that the more that teams play each other within the state of Texas, the better and healthier the sport is. Mm -hmm. And from a fan perspective, from a rivalry perspective, and from a brand perspective for football in the Lone Star State, I think it's important. So this year, great job, everybody. We're doing great. I was fixing to say, it seems like they're doing pretty well without you being the czar. But what I'm saying is that we need to put it in a law. mm. We need to make it a law. The thought of you having the title czar just is scary in and of itself. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless Texas. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen to your needs 
in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Welcome back to Texas Football Today. Here on this show, we like to celebrate football in the state of Texas. And really, we like to celebrate all the different aspects of it. Of course, we like to talk about the outstanding players and the terrific coaches and the unbelievable place. But we like to also celebrate the crowds, the stadiums, the bands, the cheerleaders, right? We think Texas high school football is pretty cool, and we are of the belief that it is best consumed whole hog, from rooter to tutor, from tip to tail. And part of that, part of our favorite thing about Texas high school football is local passion, okay? We like the community aspect of it. And one of the best ways to really get a snapshot of a community is by enjoying their local radio calls of their high school football games. You see, almost every team in Texas, especially when you get into like, it's, it can be kind of hard in like, sit in the, in the middle of big cities to find games on the radio. But when you especially get out of the big cities, I don't know that there is a better entree into Texas high school football and the local culture, the hyper local culture of each Texas high school of each each town than with the Texas high school football radio call. And with all due respect to our friend Craig Way, with all due respect to our friend Ted Emmerich, Mike Leslie, Dave Raymond, all of whom are great. If you give me a choice between one of those classically trained, really smooth, buttery-voiced, like, by-the-book play-by-play guys, Mm -hmm. or the guy who also runs the local radio station and is living and dying on every play for his (laughs) local team, it is not close which one I would rather listen to. And I love Craig White. Mm-hmm. But I think he would agree with me. Yes. That there is a special place in my heart for the local radio calls. We did a segment a couple of weeks ago, and I put out the call. And I said, hey, if you've got radio calls that you like, that, that really embody what we're looking for, for the Texas high school football radio calls, send them to me. We had a few people, a few brave heroes, I would say, step up and send in their favorite calls from the past year. So we're going to start with the first one. And the first, we're going to go to a playoff game between Abilene Wiley and Colleyville Heritage. This is, I believe, an area-round playoff game. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Area-round? That sounds right. Yeah. I think it is. An area-round playoff game. Yeah. Let me see if I can look that up. Uh yeah, it was yeah area round. Yeah, that would be West Texas or Big Country versus. They played in a grapevine. Played in a grapevine, so Abilene Wiley lost a toss. 
And this game was wild. Abilene Wiley fell down big, fell down by three scores, ended up winning the game 50-40. to 40, Okay? They win the game 50-40. to 40, But they also scored two touchdowns in three seconds. Okay? Now, the last one was like it was a lateral play that went really badly for Colleyville Heritage. Yes. And, and Abilene Wiley fell on it as time expired. Right? That's what ended up being the final result of 50-40. to 40. But... Colleyville Heritage, or rather Abilene Wiley, trailing in the final moments, ends up coming up with the biggest play of their season. And here on on the call of the uh, Wiley Bulldog Network, is that right? Wiley Bulldog. Uh, uh, what's it say on the? Lower you third? said Productions. Productions. Wiley Bulldog Productions. Andrew Penny and Ryan Holmes. Now, at the end of this, it's going to seem like it cuts off very suddenly. <laughs> There is a reason for that that I will explain after the call. Here's Ryan Penny and Ryan, or I'm sorry, Andrew Penny and Ryan Holmes from Wiley Bulldogs Productions. Eight on the play clock as the Bulldogs get to the line. KJ on third down. Air it out, jump ball, heighten, back pylon. He's got it! He's got it with both feet in! It's a Bulldog! <laughs> KJ Long, Harrison Heighton. Be interesting to see what kind of kickoff it is. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what kind of kickoff it is. Now, you might be wondering why that uh, why that cuts off so suddenly. First of all, excellent call. Yes. Excellent call from Andrew Penny yeah, and Ryan Yeah, really, really That's good. the excitement we need for a game-winning, playoff game-winning touchdown. Yeah, it made it seem like the, the feet in the back of the end zone fell even slower, which is good. There is a reason, and this is coming to us from, uh, from the person who sent it to me, Ray. The reason that there is a jump in the video is because one of the kids in the booth celebrated a little too hard <laughs> and froze the broadcast. Oh, no. <laughs> he knocked something loose and the broadcast went frozen. Oh, no. And so they lost like 30 seconds until they were lining up to go for the, the for kickoff. For the kickoff. Yes. Like the extra point is lost to, eter- lost, lost to history. You'll never see that extra point. But... Fast, fabulous stuff. I love, to me, that is the magic. What I want is I want people who do not have a microphone screaming. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's the mark of a really good call. And that was a good way to start. Abilene I was going to say, you could hear everyone in the in yes. the background start everyone yelling. Going crazy. As Abilene Wiley pulls out a big win. Oh, they call it Real Heritage. Okay. Let's go south. Let's go to one of the biggest games of the year. We were really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. It was the Region 4 final between Refurio and Shiner. Now, remember, they played in district play, mm-hmm. and Refurio had beaten them, right? So now it gets into the, in the playoffs. And if you remember how this game went, Shiner was kind of, the defense was really bowing up, coming up with big plays, and holding down this Refurio attack. And they were, they were even though the Refurio defense played really well, you could tell Dalton Brooks was starting to get going. Yes. And they had taken a lead. Refurio was facing third and forever. Mm-hmm. Third and forever on their own 10-yard line. It was literally like, yeah, third and 17, third, yes. third and something. Trailing. We had, the, we had the game on text live. It's a great call from, uh, who was on that call? I think Trevor. Bull- I think it was Trevor. I think. Maybe. I can't remember. I know Trevor was on the year before last. Shiner Refurio starts to run together a little bit. It does. <laughs> but on the Refurio Sports Network, Ryan Linney. And Billy Swinney had the call. 
and they give you a little taste of South Texas. Here they are. Same setup. Three receivers set, two to the inner side. Brown in the shotgun. King behind him. Back to pass, looking. Throws deep to the right side, wide Campbell. open. Avery Campbell. at the 50. Avery still running, still on. 20-yard line, 10-yard line. Touchdown, Referio. With four left to play. Huge pass to Isaiah Avery. Deep on the right side, gets away from the tackler and takes it all the way home. Touchdown, Referio with 4.04 left to play. Wow! If you had the heebie-jeebies, you're gone now. That was a nice play down about around the 18-yard line. The thing is, there's still an eternity of football. Oh, four minutes and four, four seconds. Four. Ryan Lenny and Billy Swinney on the call for Referio Sports Network. A huge play. They treated it appropriately. <laughs> they did. Now, credit to them, they did call it. You could tell. I don't know who the color guy is. It might be Bill I think Swinney. it's Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Ryan's a color guy. I believe. He's tr- he almost yells touchdown when, in fact, he knows it's the it's the play-by-play guys. And you kind of right. hear him goes, Tuh! Kind of stops. Which is good. That's really good. That's good. That's exactly what you want to do. If you got the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> they're gone now. Uh, fabulous stuff. That's what, that's what I want. I want the excitement. I want the energy in the booth. And the Refurio boys knew what a big play that was, especially considering Shiner was up. It looked like they're, 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 they're about to take full command of this game. Oh, yeah. We had talked a lot about the fact, like, it's really hard to beat a good team twice. I don't know oh, if yeah. they can do it, you know, and but, then they did. Absolutely. So a fantastic call from the Refugio Sports Network, stuff. Ryan Linney and Billy Sony. But fun with Texas high school football radio would not be complete <laughs> without our friends. The boys are back. I want you to put the word out. They back up. They, we back up. So last time we did this, we talked about my favorite radio guys. Uh, Drake Toll and Cameron Stewart, who called the games on Look Livestream for China Spring. Mm-hmm. And we ran through their game of the uh, uh, with Bernie in the state championship game. Yes. Very exciting comeback. 21-point comeback. But China Spring was involved in a variety of really exciting finishes, none more so than the matchup of defending state champs. Mm-hmm. Stephenville came calling to China Spring. We had this one on Bally. Had this one on Bally Sports Southwest. We reacted. I reacted live. <laughs> and... It was a truly, I'll be, okay, I'll be honest. And I'll, I'll tell you kind of what happens and then I'll let you, Drake and Cameron, take you through it. A truly bizarre game. Yes. Stephenville was down big, roared back, looked like they were driving for the win. China Spring came up with an interception, game over. Except then China Spring, like, tries to throw the ball when all they have to do is run out the clock. It gets intercepted. Stephenville gets the ball back. They score to take and go for two and to take the lead. Mm-hmm. But then China Spring comes down and Thomas Barr kicks a long field goal to win the game as time expires. It was a wild, weird, bizarre game. Snip, snap, snip, snap. And so you can imagine the roller coaster that our friends Drake and Cameron were on. <laughs> Here, from Look Live Streams, Drake Toll and Cameron Stewart. Cougar fans getting loud. Lambert, the gun again. Rolling near side. Under some pressure. Throws intercepted. Intercepted. Jaden Davis. 
23 and flee. I said it might come down to a turnover. Looks like we're going to have one in this game. What a time to get it. McCullough going to throw it again. Need to get down. Just need to get down. Intercept. Oh, my. What a play. What a huge defensive play from Stephenville. Brad Beatty, give credit, puts the Yellow Jackets with one timeout, 35 yards away from tying this ball game. And you can only help but scratch your head and wonder, even if McCullum falls down in the backfield, that's a better result. Absolutely. Well, here's your chance. Looking deep. Launching deep. Oh. Wide open. Oh, my goodness. This game completely flipped. The Cougars just needed to run the football up the gut. With less than a minute and a half to go. Instead, Stephenville on a prayer, Ryder Lambert connects with Tristan Gentry. I cannot believe what we're seeing here, Drake. Wow. This is what it's all about right here. Ryder Lambert from the gun. Lambert running backside untouched. Stephenville with 56 seconds to go. Leads the ball game. He is going against the wind. It would be, this wind is howling. It is. Against Thomas Barr. 42 to win it. It's got the lead. Thomas Barr knocks off the number one team in the full Thomas Barr. Football players too. <clears throat> Drake Toll and Cameron Stewart. They don't miss. On with an appropriate call for an appropriate game. Um, I just want to say that it's all great. I've said what big fans we are. <laughs> if they don't, if Thomas Barr misses that field goal. Mm-hmm. Drake and Cameron are going to hear the call of that interception forever. Yes. When it's like, good, they did like they, it. they say bye bye, Stephenville. Oh. <laughs> and it's, you know, uh, I don't know. It, there, was, there was a lot of like, 
things that did not age well, <laughs> like quickly in that call. And I get it. Like the game should be over. Oh yeah. The, you run the ball four times up the gut and or three done. times and punt yeah. and the game's over basically. Um, yeah. Shout if out I, kickers are people too. Yeah, kickers are because football players too. Because that saved them a lot of public it, embarrassment. It, yeah. Kickers are football players too. <laughs> so I've, I've listened to that like three or four times, and that's my big takeaway is like, man, if Thomas Barr doesn't make that field goal, <laughs> they're going to wear that interception call for a long, long time. time. It's going to be, they're going to get the what happened, like, uh, yeah, what happened? They're going to get the what happened treatment. Uh, but instead, uh, China Spring pulls another rabbit so out of their hat. And our friends, Drake told. The call off the field goal kick was exceptional. I I had goosebumps. That was cool. You know. So good. A little excitement in our life. So a reminder, if you have Texas high school Mm -hmm. football radio calls from the 2022 season that you want to send my way, at Tepper on Twitter, I'm checking my DMs. Just fire them on over to me. It'll be fine. (laughs) Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, coming up at 2 o'clock today, Women Talking Football. We are back. Mallory Hartley and I um, have a two-part little, I guess it's not a series if it's only two-part, but little two-part thing that we're going to start this week uh, looking into some of the best current Texas high school football coaches from huh. a lot of different metrics. So we're going to start that. And then we're going to talk to, and I don't want to mess up her last name, but I genuinely don't know how to compare say it it is melissa uh tribewasser i believe tribewasser nailed it she is um she is part of the rof podcasting network um doing our frogs insider so she's covering tcu and i believe maybe you know this better than i do i believe she's the only female other than mallory as part of that network so we're gonna have her on and we are super excited to talk to her radical so make sure you stay tuned for a little WTF coming up here. That was a hard W. The double W. I, I, w. I, I want to. Do you say? It. Do you usually say W or do you say like W? W. I usually say W. Okay, I think I say W. W. Well, you're more country than I. Yeah. That's fine. I wonder what other people in the office say. I also just want to emphasize the that women it's part of it. Women. It's women talking football. It is. Because it's an important show. Even though you try to come on every week, we got to kick I you out. I do not. I just waved to you guys. I don't want to Through wave the windows. You. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to greet my friends. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please give your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.